Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group Studio. On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. 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 Hey, I want to give a big shout-out to Hank, who's tuned in on AM 920 here in Atlanta today on Armed American Radio's Monster Cast, our Atlanta-based station, AM 920. Love you guys there. And give a shout-out down to Tampa, AM 860. Give a shout-out to a uh, new station in South Carolina. Uh, we've got stations all over the country, ladies and gentlemen. Hundreds tuned in right now. The Car Firearms Group Studios lit up for you. Sig Sauer Platinum Powerful Microphone. It's all being brought to you by the great X Insurance. X Insurance. Greg, I'm pretty sure you're happy about this being the last hour. You're going to be on vacation all week, and I'm happy for you, brother. Got anything fun planned before you tell us how to watch the show? Uh, not going diving or skydiving or diving underwater or anything? Uh, none of that this uh, vacation. In a couple of months, scuba, yes, but uh, this week is uh, staycation. No, no, no. Getting a couple no. things caught up. No, no, scuba diving, no. no. You don't need to know what's down there. You just don't. I, uh, There's oof. UFOs down there and stuff, too. They have bases and stuff like that down there, but that's a different show. Yeah, I'm going for a, a triple certification, I think. We're doing a diver propulsion vehicle, cavern diving, and a 200-foot certification. Have fun doing that. <laughs> I, I, my deal is I, I just hope you get back. I will be fine. You, you, we'll be fine. When you jump in there, you, you go from the top of the food chain to the bottom of the food chain the moment your feet hit the water. I don't know why anybody would want to do that. Greg, would you be kind enough to tell people where to watch the show in high def on their Wi-Fi? I'm sure if you want to watch the uh, show on uh, on the Hi-Fi Wi-Fi, just head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com. On the right-hand side of that website, you'll see the menu icon. Just give it a click. And when you do that, you can select that Watch Live option. We've also got the Listen Live option and the podcast links if you need to catch up on anything you may have missed. And if you want to join our live chat, just head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. Oh, and that will bring you in for sure. Armed American Radio's Classic Roundtable begins right now. Let's get started. Let's go start. Let's start. We're in the Car Firearms Group Studios. Let's start with Justin Moon, the CEO of Car Arms. Justin, always a pleasure, brother. How are you? Doing good, Mark. Glad to be on. Oh, pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much. It's been a long weekend. Brad Primo, CEO of Lead Slingers. Lead Slingers, I love that. How you doing, Brad? Doing great, Mark. How about you? I'm doing woundabout. A little bit tired. Neil McCabe from, uh, I guess, formerly Boston, because you're losing your accent, your Boston accent up there, but from redstate.com, redstate.com. Neil, how you doing? Where's Neil? Come back. Unmute. Uh, he was I, I there. He, 
Yeah, I know what he's doing right now. He can hear it. He's, there he is. He's yelling into someone, his phone. Someone get the hammer. Oh, he's banging the phone down. I'm just going to take poison. I'm just going to take poison if this thing doesn't work. Neil, welcome in. How you doing? Are, you freaking, are you freaking kidding me? Uh, now he's from New York. <laughs> WRCN, you got, a new, you got a new resident. Very happy to be with you, Mark. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure. So, guys, I... Um, I got back from Arizona at 545 this morning. If you looked up the words red eye at any time last night between midnight Arizona time and 545 a.m. Eastern time, you saw a picture of me with a cup of coffee because I I took that overnight flight. And when when we got back and the, the reason I was out there was a quick trip. The reason I was out there was because we're in a very gun friendly state. I guess everybody here at this table would agree with me that it's a gun friendly state. Justin, I want to start with you. Um, you know, as a firearms manufacturer, as a, as a CEO of Car Arms, we had one of your guns in our hands, by the way, out in the desert this past couple of days. The, the people loving the trigger on the car. And forgive me for not remembering the model number. I, I do apologize for that. But those famous car triggers. But here we are, Justin, in, in the, what is widely regarded as the most gun-friendly state in the nation. And we're having to fight for gun rights at the steps of the Capitol, Justin. What does that tell you? about the state of, of this, this battle for our right to bear arms when we can never let our, never let our guard down, even in these clearly gun-friendly places? Well, you know, the, the Democratic Party is, is the big billionaire party right now. They have about 70% of the wealth in our country. So <laughs> they can bring a lot of resources to play to, for whatever they want, and they're buying off a lot of politicians in areas which were traditionally very conservative. Will they be successful, Justin, before I go over to Brad? Do you think they'll be? Because they've been trying to turn Arizona blue for a long time. They've made some tremendous inroads in that state, as much as I hate to admit that. But one of the first rules of, you know, of warfare and combat is, you know, you can never underestimate your enemy, number one. And number two, you can't refuse to accept the situation. Otherwise, you can't deal with it properly. And I, I think Arizona is dealing with it properly. But isn't that why we have to continue to fight in states like that? Well, we certainly do have to continue to fight because we are we are continually att- under attack by the uh, by the statists in our government who wants to make the country to you know a Soviet communist country. So, yeah, we are we we be vigilant all the time. We can never let our guard down, Brad. You know this very much. Can we lose this battle? Say for let's just stay myopic. Let's just stay on Arizona. Can we lose Arizona? Well, I mean, sure. I mean, any, anything uh, can be lost. I think what we're seeing is, you know, it's a strategy you see in warfare. It's a strategy you see, you see in chess, which is, you know, you want to present your opposition with as many dilemmas as possible at once and wait for them to either exhaust themselves or make a mistake, and that's when you strike. And so I think that what we're seeing, what they're doing with President Trump, with the lawfare, and I think what they're doing – uh, in Arizona and other states, it's, it's a it's an attack on multiple fronts uh, to expend our resources and looking for weakness in, in to, to score a victory somewhere. Uh, so it, it is it's all out warfare. It, it really, truly is. Neil, you know this from a media perspective. I'll, I'll let you answer that question. Then I want to start the conversation off with the Googling of gun control. But we're going to go a little deeper with you guys in this hour than I did in the previous hour. I just covered the surface. But, Neil, from a political standpoint, you've been a political analyst here on the program for years. The Californication of Arizona 
Is it still well underway or could the tide be turning with conservatives coming in? Same thing with the state of Georgia. Uh, it's, you know, it, 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 you know, it goes both ways, right? Because, you know, people come to Arizona and they say, you know what? I really like it here. I like the fact that, uh, you know, that I can do whatever I want. Arizona is a place that people come to when they want to be left alone. And, you know, I, as you were mentioning this, I just looked up the real clear politics polling, sort of the basket of the polling. And, you know, by, uh, Trump is up 47-43 in Arizona right now. He, you know, it, it, they've tried to make it a purple state. They've tried to make it a blue state. The, when Republicans are fighting with each other, it creates an opening for Democrats. If the establishment Republicans and sort of the conservatives are working together, the Democrats don't have a shot. But, you know, in those states where where there's a split, and we saw that in Georgia, you know, with, with, you know why does Georgia have two of the most liberal senators in the world? <laughs> two, they're not just Democrats. They are out and out Marxists and progressive and coming from the progressive activist wing of the progressive activist wing. And that's because Republicans were fighting with each other. I really see Trump uniting the party and all this sort of civil war in the Republican Party is ending this cycle. And I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Trump wins in a landslide and a lot of this stuff gets cleared away. Well, I hope you're right. What was that poll? Let's go back to that briefly. You mentioned the real clear politics. You just pulled that up. What is the average now? Where are we in Arizona with Trump Biden right now? If the if the race were held today, right. I assume. So, right. So real clear politics basically has a poll. They they have a poll of poll where they basically uh, they they average in all together the different polls. So you know, going back to October, like the New York Times Siena College poll. 49-44, Trump 49, Biden 44, uh, Emerson College the first week of November, uh, Trump 46, Biden 44, uh, uh, Noble Predictive Insights, this was uh, the end of October, it's Trump 46, Biden 38, Bloomberg Morning Consult poll, which was uh, done the third week in January, and that's 47-44, and like uh, for Trump, and what real clear politics does is they sort of average these things together, and they come up with forty-seven, forty-three. So, so Trump right now is up four in in Georgia. If you look at the real clear politics poll, uh, which is know, the average, average for say, right. yeah, just so Georgia is you know Trump forty-nine, Biden forty-two, and so right, I let's, was let's, 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 let's hold on, hold, let's hold on to that thought. Hold on, hold on to that thought. When we come back from the break, we're going to take a deeper dive into that, and we're going to talk about the media. And I'm going to start with Justin with some headlines that I found were fascinating. Then we're going to go deeper into some of those stories with the roundtable. Classic. Brad, Neil, Justin, right after this.
It's Mike Gallagher wanting to let you know that the crew of the Desperado Sport Fish in Virginia Beach, Virginia, supports Armed American Radio and the Second Amendment, and I'm right there with them. Now back to Mark Walters. Uh, here we go. Second segment. Buckle in, ladies and gentlemen. The roundtable is going to fly by. It always does. It always does. Always a great conversation. I hope you're enjoying it so far. hope you enjoyed the previous two hours of the national broadcast today. Coming to you live coast to coast on hundreds of radio stations from the Car Firearms Group studios. Of course, the six-hour mic lit up for you. X-Insurance presenting it all. Please visit all of our partners, particularly our new ones that are out there that are, are jumping on board to support your right to bear arms through this voice on the radio, BarrelBuddy.com. Revolutionize the way you change your guns. Incredible product. I'm seeing some chatter in the chat room about it. Many of them have purchased it. You can, too. It's only $14.99. You'll actually start cleaning your guns and have some fun with it. I did, and it works. It just flat-out works. It's one of those ideas you, you smack yourself in the head and go, man, I wish I would have thought of that. Pitch the patch. Clean your guns the easy way. When you do that, you'll clean them more often, I can promise you. I've, I'm living proof of that right now. PT Ammo. I saw some in the chat saying, I need to buy more ammo. Buy it from a company that supports Armed American Radio and your right to bear arms through this radio broadcast. PT Ammo, made right here in the United States of America. And, of course, if you're looking for some fun stuff, those goat guns are absolutely phenomenal. The builds are great. I just ordered a couple more, and they're just so much fun. Once you pick one up, you're going to want more. They're, they make great gifts for birthdays, any occasion whatsoever. And that's GoatGuns.com. GoatGuns.com. Welcome back. Justin, let me start with you on this. Justin, from time to time on the daytime show, I will go into the show with no preparation at all. And that's risky to do when you're in front of a live microphone. And instead of doing any prep, what I'll do is I will just Google two words, gun control, and I'll do it live on the air. And I haven't done it at all during the day. I want to see what pops up. And the reason I don't, it would normally be risky, Justin, is because I'm pretty confident that when I do that, I'm probably going to have more material, not only for that hour, but likely for the week if I wanted to take it that far. But what I find, Justin, is consistency in the media. And by that, I mean, you see talking point after talking point after talking point being regurgitated by various outlets all saying the same thing in the headlines. Now, I did this earlier before the show today to make a point as I was preparing the show, and I saw something remarkable. Here are, guys, the headlines that popped up in order. Missouri has some of the weakest gun laws in the U.S. Here's how that is impacting the Kansas City shooting investigation. That's CNN. KCUR. After parade shooting, Kansas City leaders want to pass gun safety laws. Missouri won't let them. Kansas City Star, and I'm going right down the order. I'm not skipping over anything, guys. Kansas City Star, amid fury over KC shooting, Missouri Republicans move to quickly quash gun reform talk, whatever that means. Fox News, KJP, calls on Congress to pass stronger gun laws banning assault rifles day after Kansas, uh, day after shooting in Kansas. Below that, Fox 4, Kansas City, Missouri gun laws in focus after Super Bowl rally shooting. ABC News, what to know about Kansas City's homicide rate? Missouri gun laws after Chiefs parade shooting. Chiefs parade shooting. The Guardian, Biden renews gun control plea after 22 shot in Kansas City as it, Kansas City as it happened. He was talking about it as he happened. That's the headline at The Guardian. Below that, KSNT, gun control. Kansas leaders react to Chiefs parade shooting. The Independent, Kansas City shooting. The gun laws in the state of Missouri. Justin, do you believe that these monsters in the media, based on just that, are working in unison to screw us out of our rights? Could it be? Could it be? 
Well, it's called Mo- Operation Mockingbird, uh, <laughs> Mark. <laughs> it, it's a, it's an old CIA operation where they've taken over the media and they're just basically feeding talking points to the uh, media assets that they, that they control. It's all related to Epstein. How dangerous when you see that or hear that in this case, when you do that, and, you, and I do it day after day, and I see the consistency there. How dangerous is that, Justin? Because a lot of people fall for this. Well, you know, the the intelligence agencies and the deep state is taking over our media mm, and pushing I mean, think about what, what that means. I mean, the only reason why you want to do that as a deep state is if you plan to genocide the population. Brad, your mic. Yeah. Well, I mean, of course they're uh, working in, in, in unison with each other. I mean, I don't think, uh, I mean, at least in my opinion, I haven't really met a whole lot of, you know, my apologies to Neil, I haven't met a whole lot of journalists that I think have very many original thoughts or uh, even, um, you know, uh, any sort of creativity or even a lot of intelligence. They're, they're simply lemmings that are out there to, um, you know, repeat the lies and, and whatever agenda they're given, you know, by whoever's in charge of them. Neil, you're, you've stood in front of the White wow. House and Capitol Hill many, many times on national television reporting from D.C. When you do this and you see this, what does it tell you as a bona fide real journalist and television broadcast journalist? Right. They, they, these guys are not in the, the media business. You know, they, they make decisions that cost them viewers, cost them advertisers, uh, and, and, they're, and they're fine with that because for some reason they are committed to an agenda and a purpose, and you know part of that agenda is the elimination of private ownership, and these things are coordinated. They're on WhatsApp groups. They're on, they're on calls. Uh, when I was at Project Veritas for three months straight, we had the passcode to the CNN morning call with Jeff Zucker, and I didn't listen every morning, but I listened a lot of mornings, and it was, it was on every morning in our conference room at uh, our offices at Project Veritas, and, you know, Jeff Zucker would be leading the call, and he'd be saying, hey, how are we going to influence and you know, evangelize and manipulate our viewers today and Ugh. it's 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 stunning to hear it and you know people will say well that doesn't happen and i'm like it does it all i know is at cnn i listened to the morning call and if there was a gun bill that was up on congress or there was a shooting they were saying how do we exploit this how do we take away <laughs> how do we exploit this for our goal of eliminating private ownership of guns and it happens and it's real. And of course, you know, and of course, when you, when you hear people saying like the exact same buzzwords over and over again, right, right. It's, uh, but it, 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 um, unfortunately a lot of people, you know, and, and I fall into this sometimes, especially, uh, you know, when it comes to sports, you know, I might listen to just one sports channel all the time if you're not hopping around to different media, you don't catch it. You know, um, you know, I, I like to jump around, like especially in political media. You know, and even you can see the headlines of newspapers at the supermarket when the newspapers are lined up, and like the newspaper headlines are all 
the same. Basically the same message. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's incredible stuff. Yeah. Neil, hold on to the thought. When we come back, guys, I want to, Justin, I'm going to come back to you. We're going to go to the National Felons League quickly, and then we're going to go to aged-out former rock star John Mellencamp. We'll go to him. And I'm going to read, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm going to read a tweet he put out and get your thought, Justin and Brad and Neil, about this bonehead and what he had to say. Because unfortunately, people listen to these quote-unquote celebrities and sports stars. We'll tell you what Bloomberg says the NFL needs to do right after this. Don't go away. segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Mike Lindell and MyPillow. Don't forget to use the promo code AAR at MyPillow.com. Welcome back. Indeed, welcome back to the ranch. I warned you to buckle in. We're already on the top side, heading into the top side now, or the downside, I should say, of Armed American Radio's MonsterCast Classic Roundtable. We do this every week with the group, Brad, Neil, and Justin, and it's wildly popular. In fact, while I was out in Arizona, I met a number of listeners who were tuned in on some Arizona stations that absolutely love the roundtable and love the group and love the insight that we get from these guys every single week, and we thank them all. Car Firearms Group Studios lit up for you. Sig Sauer Mike fired up, powered up for you. All of it powered up by X Insurance. As we continue to fly right along, I said buckle in. I warned you. Please do. Strap in. We've got two more segments left. Let's get cracking with those guys. Again, Justin, I'm going to start with you. The National Felons League. Of course, I'm talking about the National Football League. There is a story at Bloomberg. The NFL needs a collective response on gun control. After the senseless violence during Kansas City celebration, a piecemeal approach to speaking out won't cut it. Now that terror and tragedy have struck the greatest community benefit of having an NFL team, the championship parade, it's time for the league to use its considerable influence to fight against the proliferation of guns in America. Justin, notice the proliferation of guns in America, not crime, not criminals. And by the way, Justin, these criminals were underage and already 100 percent gun controlled. Bloomberg just said the quiet part out loud, didn't they, sir? Well, you know, Mark, if you if you outlawed Democrats, then there would be no gun violence because Basically, Democrats <laughs> commit 90 percent of the gun violence in this country, including the, the mass. <laughs> well, you, no, you, you know, ladies and gentlemen, Justin's not joking about this. We talk about this every week. The Democrat run cities across this country. This that's why I was surprised, Justin, when I saw that they said the proliferation of guns. It's not a crime. It's Brad. Isn't it a proliferation of crime predominantly in Democrat run cities? Well, absolutely. I mean, that's why the, the gun control uh, agenda doesn't really resonate very well uh, with a lot of Americans, because when you start looking at it, the, the vast, vast majority of homicides in violent crime in this country take place in the cities where people like us, conservatives, right wingers, have very little or no power at all. So it's not us that's causing the problems in these cities. It's the people who vote for it. And it's a very small percentage of that population probably about 2% of the overall population of the country that's committing an overwhelming amount of the violent crime. And if you took them out of the population, 
uh, our violent crime and homicide rate would be something similar to like what Sweden and the other Scandinavian countries have. Most of this country is very peaceful and very safe. The only places that are dangerous to get all the news are the inner cities, these, these inner city war zones uh, that are run by Democrats and intentionally kept that way by, Dem- by Democrats. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want proof of what Brad is talking right now, he is speaking truth to you. Simply visit CrimeResearch.org. John Lott has done the work. There's a county-by-county breakdown, and you will see the statistics that Brad just gave you are 100%, to quote my cousin Vinny, dead on, cojones accurate. Neil McCabe, if we remove the Democrat-run cesspools from states across this country, quote-unquote, gun violence would virtually disappear. Now, having said that, let's go back to the proliferation of guns. Did Bloomberg just say the quiet part out loud? Same question to you. Yeah, I, I just I look back to, uh, you know, when machine guns were legal, you know, there weren't a lot of people, you know, firing machine guns, uh, you know. And, and you look back at times when there were virtually no gun laws at all and, You know, you just didn't have the violence that we're seeing, you know, the spree violence that you're seeing. I think that, uh, you know, there's crime, but there's also the fact that, uh, you know, you take these these young men who I I believe they're young men. I think we're allowed to say that. I I don't, you know, uh, Ann Coulter made the fantastic point uh, Friday on Bill Marshall on uh, HBO. She She knew that the shooters weren't white males because... They didn't announce their identity. If they had been white males, it would have been the first thing that they said. And in fact, she said the longer they go not identifying, you know, the more <laughs> the more you can be assured that the shooters are part of a socioeconomically favored group. And so having said that, um, the, the young men in trouble, you know, they're in trouble, you know, they're shooting each other and, and fighting with guns for other reasons. Okay, uh, there's a famous study in American history of the fact that uh, they, this professor studied gun violence in Dodge City, and he basically said that the as soon as the population of Dodge City and other si- similar cities reached uh, 30% women, the gunfighting stopped. <laughs> because when the guy said they were going to saloon, the wife said, the hell you ain't, you're cleaning out the gutters. And so... There are a lot of different factors at play, but one of them is is not the fact that uh, private ownership of guns is the reason for these problems. And it's uh, it's frustrating when you talk about the NFL. You talk about the NFL players. There have been, you know, in the last five or six years, there's probably been 20 or 30 NFL players who have been arrested on gun charges. And I believe that Dr. John Lott would tell you that these are the people who probably should be carrying guns. If I'm wearing a half a million dollars worth of jewelry, I probably want to wear a gun. Uh, you know, it's like, you know, it's, you know, I got to be strapped to protect myself and to protect my family. These are people who are targeted in their homes. Uh, it, it, you know, just to go, I'll just go down another tangent. But you think about another John Lott point. If I'm, I think I'm uh, correct in saying that John Lott has made the point, you know, when you strip the gun rights from felons, these felons are actually the very people who, they're also the very people who have to, have to worry about self-defense. 
just because of their associations and their past lives, they come out of prison. They're not allowed to have a gun. Well, guess who is, you know, who's guess who's most likely to be targeted to be shot? Uh, you know, a lot of these felons come out of prison with targets on their back, and these are the very people who need to have their gun rights. And, we're and, and Neil, he will them. also, I want to point out that, that uh, John has also pointed out that they carry guns from a business standpoint to protect their valuable property, which in this case, ladies and gentlemen, is illegal drugs. And, and that's why they that's why they do it. They do it because they have to. Justin Moon, let's go to the NFL aspect of this and the Bloomberg headline that after the senseless violence during Kansas City celebration, a piecemeal approach to speaking out won't cut it. The NFL needs a collective response on gun control. Justin, does that signal to you that there's now more pressure on the NFL to go even farther left? And should they be discussing politics at all instead of telling us the truth? How come the NFL doesn't come up and say, you know, it's really sad to see that the city's parade was interrupted by gang violence? Well, I think the NFL has definitely gone woke. And so that's why I don't watch football anymore. But You and me both. Yeah. We, we do have a very serious problem with, uh, with the with the direction which the elites of our country are taking us because they they do not respect our freedoms and our liberties at all. And they should. Brad, aren't these the very organizations that should be respecting our freedoms and liberties? Why won't they talk about gang violence and what needs to be done about that instead of Bloomberg popping out with the quiet part out loud that it's not the proliferation of gang bangers and crime in these Democrat-run cities, which Kansas City is, by the way, but in fact, guns. Thirty seconds. It's yours, Brad. Yeah, I mean, Democrats. Uh, you know, they need this stuff to keep going because, I mean, what, what do they have to offer the American people? Nothing. They have no plans. Uh, they have no ideas. What they well, they want to save democracy from Trump. Yeah, they're they're fear mongers, though, Mark. That's that is fear mongering, right? They're saving democracy. Uh, it's not a matter of if, but when you're going to get shot in. You know, right. there's always a boogie. There's always a boogeyman that they have to have because they don't have any ideas uh, to lead the country. They just want to scare people and putting them in power. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got one more segment left. Stay buckled up. We're going to talk a little bit about John Cougar Mellencamp. And I'm going to read you a tweet that he put out. And I'm sure it will take the remainder of the segment to get a response from the gang. Justin, Brad and Neil back in some John Cougar Mellencamp right after this. Sebastian Gorka letting you know that the Desperado Sport Fishing Crew in Virginia Beach, Virginia supports Armed American Radio and our right to bear arms. Now, back to Mark Walters. Gotta be honest with you guys, if you had asked me last night at 10 o'clock in the, in the evening when I was being dropped off at the airport, if we were going to make it to this hour unscathed, I'd have, probably, I'd have probably lost money and said probably not. I could keep going. There's so much to talk about, but we've made it to the final hour or to the final segment of the third hour of Armed American Radio today, and it's been a dynamite show. I hope you've been enjoying listening to it as much as we've been enjoying bringing it to you. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom here, kicked back in the chair at the AAR Ranch, Car Firearms Group Studio, six-hour mic in front of me, and X-Insurance presenting it all. Again, please visit all of our partners at armedamericanradio.com, armedamericanradio.com. Pick something up from my pillow. Support Mike Lindell, who has been fighting for you 
through this show for a decade. All of our great partners, you can find them all at armedamericanradio.com. Greg, you made it. Good for you. You're getting ready to start a vacation. I'm jealous, my friend, but we'll miss you next week on the, or this coming week on the Daily Defense Show, Greg. But great job today. Thanks for being here. I do appreciate it very, very much. All right, guys, let's go to John Cougar Mellencamp. Uh, Brad, do you listen to his music at all? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I guess that, I, <laughs> you know, I used to, but I, I, I kind of knew the response I was going to get. I had to ask, though. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Uh, I didn't know he was still alive, to be honest with you. So. <laughs> yeah, well, he's rearing his head again. And uh, this time he's coming after our gun rights, ladies and gentlemen. Um, let me read a tweet that he put out. Let me pull the, should have pulled that up during the break. I thought I had it. But I'm going to actually pull it up on Twitter. Here it is. This is what he had to say. Excuse me for stating the obvious truth. I do so out of love for this country and the pain of learning, once again, that children have been killed by gun violence. If we as a country want to find the collective will within ourselves to change our gun laws, let's stop playing silly political games. Show the carnage on the news. Show the American people the dead children and others who have been struck down. Show us what guns and bullets can do to the human body. The news media need to be brave enough to let Americans see what slaughtered children look like. Otherwise, I fear that too many perceive, too many perceive gun violence as an abstract, a story that's repeated nearly every day to numbing effect. When I was a teenager, there was a war in Vietnam. In the beginning, no one paid much attention to this problem in a foreign land until the media shouldered the responsibility and showed America how our sons were being slaughtered. Once those images were shown on TV, there was overwhelming demand for that war to be ended immediately. I say this as a father and a human being, with deep empathy for the parents whose children have had their lives ended so suddenly and so senselessly. Show America the carnage. I am not being callous, and I know it will be painful to see, but sad to say... I think it's the only way to shock America out of its stupor. Justin, let me go to you first on that one. Oh, man. If John Mellencamp gets away, he'll be surprised when he gets put in a a communist death camp, you know, being worked to death and, you know, being (laughs) being You mean he won't be playing Jack and Diane any longer? Uh, I don't think so. I think he'll he'll (laughs) go from bad to worse. And the, he he doesn't get it, does he? No, no, he doesn't get it at all. You know, you, you got to understand government is force. It's organized crime by its by the functions that it carries out, and so it's never going to be it's never going to be a good guy. It doesn't look for your best interest. It looks for its interest. Oh, yeah, and you are spot on. That's a drop, Greg, because the founding fathers knew that. That's why they gave us the Bill of Rights, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Look it up. Well said, Justin. Brad, let me go to you on that. Obviously not a fan of John Cougar Mellencamp, or I should say, you know, I used to like his music. I can't listen to him anymore, sad to say. But when you hear comments like that come from him, I guess really the only question I have for you is why? Uh, because he's an idiot. But, I mean, you know, there's a lot to unpack there. First of all, I mean, he just flat out admitted um, that, you know, people like him love dancing in the blood of, of, of victims, um, you know, to, to want people to have to see, uh, you know, children, dead children. Um, that, that's pretty sick minded, in my opinion. And I think it's a, there's a good reason why we don't broadcast those images in this country. I think we should keep keep it that way. Um, you know, his, his look, you know, say the media 
um, you know, took the responsibility to, to get us out of Vietnam. Uh, you know, I kind of take issue with that because yeah. what media did is they, they basically snatched victory or snatched defeat from the jaws of victory force in Vietnam. That's right. Um, you know, and basically, you know, led the, the charge of disrespect, uh, what, what our young men, uh, and women did in that country and what they were asked to do. Um, that, that's not a, that's not a feather in the cap for the media, in my opinion. I think it's when the media started to really go downhill in this country. Uh, it was when they covered that war. And so it just kind of shows you where he's coming from, which is, you know, bizarro world where most people like him seem to live with no real contact in, in actual real life where the rest of us live. I'll leave it at that. My thoughts, I agree with you completely, particularly on the Vietnam War. If John Cougar Mellencamp were accurate in his statements, well, America wouldn't have ever fought another war. Okay. Neil? Well, uh, my ex-wife enjoys his music, and so, uh, you know, I'm not really a fan. Uh, I think that the saddest part is that John Cougar Mellencamp grew up in a part of this country that has always respected gun safety and gun ownership and hunting and targeting, has always sent soldiers to the military who grew up uh, with an understanding of firearms and, and, and shooting. And, you know, I just, you know, I, I don't know where this guy is coming from other than you reach a certain point of celebrity that to uh, hang out with your fancy friends, you got to post crap like this. Or it could be that you reach a certain part of point of celebrity, I might want to say, where you feel, oh, maybe you're a little bit insignificant anymore. And maybe if you say something yeah, like yeah. this, right? Well, maybe, you know, maybe there's something to that, Mark, because uh, maybe he doesn't need that uh, armed private security that he used to travel around with. There was a time when John Mellencamp, you couldn't get within 50 feet of the guy with the security. And now, uh, now you can walk up to him in the coffee store, the, the coffee shop rather, and, uh, <laughs> and you don't even know who he is. Well, you know, if you listen to John Cougar talk about how he grew up and where he grew up, which was the heartland, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, that's he's made his claim to fame on that. That's Indiana, by the way, for those of you who might not know where he grew up and still lives. Uh, I, I would be willing to bet. I could be wrong. It's just my opinion, but uh, I would venture to say that there's probably some firearms getting around the Mellon Camp compound because I'm sure he's not living on a zero lot line trailer park somewhere. Uh, it's just kind of the way it is. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what they think of you. It's that simple. That's how we'll end the broadcast today. Justin Moon, CEO of Car Arms, thank you, my friend, for being here. Great comments. We got some drops out of here. We're going to play some of those coming and going from the breaks because you were just dead on accurate with that one. Brad Primo, CEO of Lead Slingers, thank you for being here every day or every weekend, my friend. We appreciate it very much. And, of course, Neil McCabe from RedState.com, from RedState.com, an individual who has clearly lost his Boston accent in its entirety. And I, I kind of miss it, Neil. I miss it. Thank you guys for being here. We appreciate it very much. Well, we've come to the end of this broadcast of Armed American Radio's MonsterCast. We're going to get up and do it again tomorrow precisely because they don't want us having these conversations. As you can tell from some of the headlines that we read, they are fighting us every single day. And as long as they fight us every single day, we will be here to punch back even harder. Why? Because we have the facts and the truth, and the Constitution on our side. 
Armed American Radio's Daily Defense will be on tomorrow, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern, 1 to 3 Pacific. You can tune in at armedamericanradio.com or a radio station around the country. Thanks for being here, guys. Remember, close out with this. Carry on, carry often, carry absolutely everywhere. Never, ever, ever leave your cave without your club. No self-respecting caveman would have ever done that. Enjoy your day. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow. Just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. Uh-huh.